Welcome everybody at another episode of the Wrestling vs. World Podcast. You're enjoying your day sweet of now what the hell ever. <sighs> now we can close off the January portion of the show because January 26, 2013, Saturday Morning Slam is here. So show opens announcing that Kofi Kingston will be in the main event. And The Miz faces Darren Young with the announcer claiming that this match has highly been anticipated all week. Bullshit! Who the hell is anticipating a Miz versus Darren Young match? And then we get a replay of last week's interview interruption. Big whoop. Oh, blow in the whistle. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Then Miz is just like, take your million dollars, go to Vegas, and bet on the Miz. And you put that in your whistle and blow it, I guess. That was the phrase I couldn't quite bring up or remember from last time. Because, again, my brain's melted here. So, opening contest, the Miz versus Darren Young. And this time in commentary, surprisingly, is not Booker T. It's Daniel Bryan with slick hair. And Daniel even yells at Josh Matthews saying that he's the Dazzler, which I cannot define. I'm dazzling. I'm the Dazzler. What does that mean? What does that mean to be the Dazzler? I don't... Anyway, so the Miz messes with Darren's afro, which Darren takes offense to. Like, dude, you, you got the pick right there. You can easily fix it. Oh no, single curly part of your hair went out of place. Who fucking cares? Miz surprisingly pulls off a flapjack to Darren Young, and the camera avoids the Miz trying to do that, like, perform that diving corner clothesline to Young. Aye. And then the Miz misses that double axe handle off the top row, but then he still rebounds with an arm drag. And Daniel, will, for some reason, Daniel mentions that he finds Darren Young's tights to be offensive. Okay, it they're friggin' turquoise greenish with the diamond on the ass. But yet they're offensive. How? It, it's just one color with a logo. Okay? So, after the break, both men, The Miz and Darren Young, are trading reversals for pins. And Anita the God takes The Miz out, thank goodness. But then the camera misses whatever Darren's doing to The Miz, because they're on the ropes on the right side of the ring, like cl- close to the commentary table. Because then whatever he's doing, the camera's focusing on the commentary team. And then when you focus back on the action on the ring, they're on the other side where the ropes are towards the aisleway. So what happened in those moments that you couldn't show? Was Darren beating off the Miz? Well, that's not G-rated. <clears throat> I don't I don't get it. You didn't you had no indication what was going on, and then Darren after they bring back the action, Darren drops the Miz with a back suplex. And then Daniel. For some reason, he's talking about Darren, or everybody's hair, saying Darren needs to shave his head. And he's saying, oh, Titus O'Neil, you've got weird facial hair. And then he talks about manscaping. Why? You can't bring up manscaping and expect that to be G-rated, especially in 2023, okay? Especially with the products that they're selling there. You can't let kids know that, hey, someday you're going to have to shave your nuts. You're going to get an adult. You're going to have to shave that shit, so... You might as well get invested in this product because Daniel should not be explaining manscaping. So, there was something that Daniel said in here before I continue talking the action that really blows my mind. Daniel says on commentary that since he came into WWE three years prior, because Daniel came up to the main roster in 2010, saying that The Miz has gotten better in the ring and as a wrestler, which contradicts what he says in 2016-2017 when he says that The Miz is just... There's one thing he's good at in the ring, and it certainly isn't wrestling. Or when he later says that not knowing how to wrestle has never stopped The Miz from getting in the ring. So there's a contradiction there. First he says that The Miz has gotten better in the ring, and then afterwards he says the true statement a few years later, saying that The Miz sucks in the ring. 
Make up your mind. So then the Miz is going on offense, doing his comeback sequence, which gets the repeated camera cut treatment, and then Titus distracts the referee as the Miz goes for a cover after executing that neckbreaker combo that he does. Then Darren, he's trying the gut check. Miz avoids it. Cut skull crushing finale. That's it. Big fucking whoop. Match sucked. Okay. Plain so. So now you get the Saturday morning spotlight on Kofi Kingston. And the announcer claims that Kofi Kingston is on fire as of late. I think my episode talking about Kofi Kingston's 2013 run will say otherwise. Because the month prior, he lost the Intercontinental Championship to Bad News Barrett. And then you look at his booking after the Royal Rumble, and yeah, the announcer will have egg on his face here. So now, you get to the main event. Kofi Kingston versus Epico, and there's a commentary issue. Because after the previous match, Josh Matthews thanks Daniel for joining commentary, and as though it means that he's leaving the table. But then they come back and they start Kofi's entrance and you see Daniel still at the table saying, oh, he's still here. And Daniel's got an announcement. When he's at the table, he says, I have an announcement. I'm a Dazzler. I'm not surprised that name never stuck. So, action, they're trying to go fast-paced action. Kofi with a springboard, Brett's rope crossbody early on. Not bad. And Epico, he gets Kofi to the corner. He's trying that O'Connor roll, you know, the one that, like, uh, Chad Gable likes to do. But that doesn't work. Kofi gets flipped with the monkey flip, but then lands on his feet, so similar to what we saw with Alicia Fox's match last time. And then he executes a monkey flip on his own to, Kofi, or to Epico to take him out. And then going into break, Kofi catapults Epico over the top rope, out of the ring, onto Primo. Alright. Now you come back from break. Kofi is getting his left arm worked on by Epico. Not sure why. Takes no effect. Kind of like when Shawn Michaels worked on Brett's left arm during the Iron Man match. Then Kofi does his comeback, gets the boom drop, and then Primo gets on the apron to try to stop Kofi from going for Trouble in Paradise as a distraction. And for some reason, I wrote the SOS in my notes. Epico charges at Kofi for a corner attack, which misses, and then Kofi does an airplane spin to Epico. So, two weeks in a row, we're seeing some repeated stuff, including, like I said, with landing on your feet to get out of the monkey flip and an airplane spin. And then Primo gets in the ring to try to get involved, but then he gets wiped out by his own cousin that's spinning round and round and round. And then after Epico gets put down on the canvas, SOS with surprisingly no camera cut this time, and Kofi wins. Ugh. Why did this match happen again? Where's the storytelling? Why? And then you get to the finale of the show. Natalia is backstage cutting another interview, and he's interviewing Zack Ryder, announcing that next time on the show, he's going to be facing Dolph Ziggler. And Ryder has a bit of an issue here. He reminds us of the year prior, saying, the beginning of 2012, I was U.S. champion. And who did I beat? Dolph Ziggler. It's like, yeah, but you could have mentioned that you won the title from him a month prior, at the end of 2011. And you don't need to remember what happened after you lost the United States Championship. So he's trying to do the interview, and then in comes Dolph Ziggler with his Money in the Bank briefcase, AJ Lee and Biggie Langston, back when Biggie still had a last name. We still don't know what the E stands for. And he's like, oh, I'm on a roll, I'm Mr. Money in the Bank, you got Biggie here, aka Carlton Banks, you got the greatest diva in WWE history, AJ Lee. And Ryder's like, are you crazy, bro? And then AJ gets in his face, he's like, what did you just call me? And then Dolph is just like, alright, fuck this shit, see you next week, and they leave. Okay. That's how he closed an interview? What the fuck? So, yeah. Now we know what's going to happen next time. Dolph and Ryder, for some reason. 
not really looking forward to that. So anyway, yeah, what is with these matches? It's just like the only memorable thing on the show was Daniel Bryan on commentary. Again, with some contradictions. And once again, can somebody please tell me what it means to be the Dazzler? I don't get it. And I know we're going to see Daniel later on because I haven't seen all the episodes, but I've seen some thumbnails from the the footage that I've downloaded, and I know he's going to be back on the show later on, so I don't know if we're ever going to get any clarification. But anyway, let me know out in the comment section below what do you think about this episode of Saturday Morning Slam. My brain is melting. We still got over three months left because the next one is going to be February 2nd. The last episode is May 11th. I cannot wait to conclude this. Anyway, if you enjoyed today's episode, folks, please remember to leave a like, subscribe to the bell, turn on if you listen to YouTube, or follow if you're listening to podcasts on any other service that the podcast is available on. Comment what you thought below. My brain is melting to the point where I can't remember how I close these podcasts anymore. Hence what happened the last time. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. Like, comment, subscribe. Peace out and good day, everybody. Now where the fuck is my Jack Daniels?